0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of The History of, presented by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Wolfie Tash, and today we'll be looking at the history of the Rams coming back to Los Angeles. Before we get into the history of how the Rams moved back to LA, it's worth noting that from 1946 to 1994, the Rams played their home games in Los Angeles, including spending 33 of those years at the LA Memorial Coliseum. However, that all changed in 1994 when the team decided to relocate to St. Louis, which began a 21-year drought of LA not having a football team. So. How did Los Angeles go from not having a football team for over 20 years to having a team in the Super Bowl in just three years' time? Let's dive in and take a look at how the Rams changed their future and brought football back to Los Angeles. During the first six years of the Rams' stint in St. Louis, the team experienced a lot of success going to two Super Bowls and even garnering the nickname Greatest Show on Turf. However, within just four years of being in back-to-back Super Bowls, the Rams would go from being the top team in the league to one of the laughingstocks of the NFL. Between 2005 and 2015, the St. Louis Rams had just one season where they finished at 500 with an 8-8 record, and each of those years they missed the playoffs. The team reached its lowest point between 2007 and 2009, When the franchise managed just six wins in those three seasons however at the 2010 nfl draft the rams were blessed with getting the number one overall pick which they decided to use to select quarterback sam bradford out of the university of oklahoma bradford was coming off one of the greatest seasons ever by a quarterback in college football history had won the heisman trophy and was clearly the best player available in the draft in his first season as a starter Bradford led the team to a 7-9 record, and took home the Offensive Rookie of the Year award. Unfortunately for the Rams, Bradford would never amount to more than the NFL's Offensive Rookie of the Year, and the Rams would continue to finish middle of the road, averaging about 7 wins per year from 2010 to 2015. Bradford would miss approximately half of those games in that 5-year span, due to multiple knee injuries he sustained. Due to this, fans viewed him as a bust, and Rams' attendance began to drop, culminating in 2015, when attendance was the lowest it had been for the Rams in nearly a decade. During the 2014 season, the Rams also began to have some issues with the city of St. Louis. It was clear to owner Stan Kroenke that the city was not willing to help them build a new stadium for his team, and at the end of the 2014 season, the team decided to break their lease with the city and felt it was time for a change of scenery. Less than one month after the end of the 2014 regular season, a report surfaced that Kroenke had purchased a large plot of land in Inglewood, California for somewhere between 90 and 100 million, right next to where the old Hollywood Park racetrack used to be. Rumors had already been circulating through multiple media outlets that Kroenke was considering relocating the team back to Los Angeles, However, when the report came out stating that Kroenke had bought this massive piece of land in L.A., it was only a matter of time before the Rams moved to L.A. Nearly one year later, in January of 2015, the Los Angeles Times had reported that a group run by Kroenke had proposed a new 80,000-seat stadium along with a performance venue, land for new shops, office space, and a 300-room hotel room to be built next to where this site was. The City of St. Louis tried to do everything they can because they were realizing they were about to lose their football team, so they tried to scrape together the best offer they could, but Cronkey's mind was already made up, and in December of 2015, the City of Inglewood approved the project, and later that month, construction had officially begun on the new stadium. The Rams were coming off another disappointing year, finishing 7-9, and and had decided that the 2015 season would be their last in St. Louis, and at the start of the 2016 season, they would play their home games at the LA Memorial Coliseum. Los Angeles football fans became extremely excited with the idea that they were going to get a football team for the first time in 20 years. Before the start of their first season in LA, the Rams had decided that they needed to do something big to gain even more interest from the city. The team pulled off a blockbuster trade where they would trade their 2016 first-round pick two round picks, a third-round pick, and their 2017 first- and third-round picks to the Tennessee Titans in exchange for the number one overall pick in the 2016 draft, along with a fourth-round pick and a sixth-round pick. The Rams shocked the world and used that number one overall pick to take quarterback Jared Goff out of Cal. Goff had been sort of a under-the-radar quarterback that Unless you were a big fan of Pac-12 football, you may not have ever heard of him before. Unlike when they used the number one pick in the 2010 draft to get Bradford, Goff was not the clear number one pick, and he was not even the clear number one pick at his own position. The media was quick to question the Rams' decision, wondering why they would risk so much on a quarterback who had really not done anything significant throughout his collegiate career. While the Rams were able to gain a lot of attention at the start of the season, mainly due to the fact that fans and the media were excited to see a football team back in LA, that excitement quickly turned to disappointment as the team was really underperforming. The team started a modest 4-5 and five that season before losing Bradford to another season-ending injury, which meant quarterback Jared Goff was going to get his chance to start. Goff really struggled in his first season, going 0-7 in his first seven starts, throwing just 5 touchdowns to 7 interceptions with a quarterback rating of 63. He was considered a bust, and nobody in L.A. was happy with his play. To go along with his poor play, Ram's second-year running back Todd Gurley had seriously regressed from his 2015 output where he won the Offensive Rookie of the Year, and all his stats took a dip in the wrong direction. To top it all off, after their Week 13 loss to Atlanta, The team decided to fire head coach Jeff Fisher. At the end of the 2016 season, the Rams had finished with a 4-12 record, fired their head coach, and their two best offensive players looked like complete busts, and it had almost seemed like a mistake to move to Los Angeles as fans became uninterested in a losing team. However, one small move that the Rams decided to make before the 2017 season shifted their history completely and that was hiring 30-year-old Sean McVay to be the next head coach of the Rams. Once again, many people questioned the decision of the Rams. However, McVay had developed quite the reputation for himself throughout the NFL. In the 2016 season as the offensive coordinator for the Washington Redskins, his offense was third overall in the NFL in total offense, and quarterback Kirk Cousins was starting to look like a true superstar under the direction of McVay. The Rams were hoping that this young coach could bond with both Goff and Gurley and bring out the best in them, and McVay did not disappoint. The Rams finished the 2017 season with an 11-5 record, good for first in the NFC West. They also became the first team in NFL history to go from the worst scoring offense in one season to the best scoring offense in the next, nearly doubling their total points per game. Both Goff and Gurley looked like completely different football players that year. Goff went 11-4 in his 15 starts, throwing 28 touchdowns with just 7 interceptions and had a quarterback rating of 100.5, while Todd Gurley had over 2,000 yards from scrimmage and led the league in rushing touchdowns with 13. While the upstart Rams would fall in the first round of the playoffs at home to the Atlanta Falcons, they knew that they had something special going on. The team had found a head coach who was able to connect with his players on a different level. They had two legit MVP candidates on the offensive side of the ball, and a defense that was capable of keeping them in any game they played. During the 2018 offseason, the team decided to go all-in, trading for players like Brandon Cooks, Akib Talib, and Marcus Peters, and signing veteran Ndamukong Sue, all who had built significant reputations throughout the NFL. After locking up stars Todd Gurley and Aaron Donald with massive contract extensions, the Rams felt that 2018 was their year to go for it all and try to win a Super Bowl. The LA Rams started the 2018 season with an absolute bang, going 10-1 in their first 11 games and had seemingly looked better than they had in 2017. This included beating the Kansas City Chiefs in what many people consider one of the greatest regular season games ever to be played and, not to brag, but I was fortunate enough to be at that game and it was honestly the greatest sporting event I've ever seen in person. The Rams won that game 54-51 to and made history becoming the first team to allow 50 points in a game and still win. The Rams went into the playoffs as the number 2 overall seed that year after finishing 13-3 They won their first round playoff game this year at home versus the Dallas Cowboys and in the NFC Championship, after a controversial no-call, the Rams ended up with the win 26-23, sending them to their first Super Bowl since 2001. The team that just two years prior had been viewed as a bust and had many people in LA thinking, why did they move here in the first place, was now representing the city of Los Angeles in the Super Bowl. And they had not only their entire city but the entire country behind them as they were playing the New England Patriots, who many people did not want to see win yet another Super Bowl. Except for me because, you know, I'm a Patriots fan, but we'll get into that in another time. The Rams would lose the Super Bowl 13-3 to in what many people consider to be one of the more boring games ever played, but I still thought it was fun. It's the Super Bowl. I mean, you want to see a competitive game, and it was close the whole time. But the Rams, they have a lot to be excited about, and so do their fans. All of their key players will be returning for the 2019 season, and barring any major injuries, the Rams are favored to be one of the best teams in football and have a great chance to make it back to the Super Bowl once again. The Rams were able to bring football back to Los Angeles and had a team that was exciting enough to captivate a city full of stars. The Rams will be able to start playing in their new stadium this year, as the complex is expected to be complete before the start of the 2019 season. Overall, the team changed how Los Angeles fans view football and gave the city a chance to be part of the NFL's success once again. The future is bright for the LA Rams, and now they just need to bring a title to the city to solidify their greatness in Los Angeles. Thanks for listening today, everyone. Be sure to check out the next episode of The History Of, coming out next Friday. And check out the Believe Podcast Network for other great sports podcasts like this one. I'm Wolfie Tash, and you've been listening to The History Of on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one home for sports podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.